Tell me what you like about Francisville. What don't you like? If you didn't live here, what area would you prefer to live in? Tell us a little about, you've been a realtor for about a year almost. Yeah, I think, I think it's a year this month actually. Yeah, so what made you become a realtor? I wanna hear about your first transaction. Mm. Who was it with? Um, how did you get the person? Yeah. And where did you sign all the real estate paperwork needed for the transaction? Welcome to the In Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This podcast is about real people and real homes in Philadelphia and other cities near you. As a realtor in Philadelphia, I get to see all types of homes and meet all kinds of people. And I want to share these experiences with everybody. Tons of unique homes and some amazing people is what you will hear and see. If you like what you hear, follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Hi guys, this is Brett Rosenthal and you are listening to the In Your Home podcast. This is our second episode. I told you before we would never have another realtor on this podcast and our second guest is Natalia <laughs> Oliveri. She's a realtor with our team, the Revolve Philly Group at Compass in Philadelphia and she has welcomed us into her home to talk about Philadelphia, real estate and some other things. Uh, among others. So thank Natalia, welcome. Me. Yes, thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Too. Thank you for having us. And thanks for the cookies. And your house is really nice. Thank you. Um, I guess we can start with asking you some things about it. I guess my first question is, um, was this a renovation or was it new construction? Yeah, so this is brand new construction construction in Francisville. Um, we're the first people to live in it. We've been here about a year and a half. It'll be two years at the end of May. Um, but yeah, brand new construction, as well as all of the houses around here that you saw outside. You'll hear construction all the time because they're all just going up right now. Yeah. It, when we walked in, we saw like just construction everywhere. It's tough to park yeah. right now because the of sidewalks. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So you live here alone? So I have three roommates. Okay. Um, so downstairs we have one girl. She is, that's the basement and a bathroom. And then here's the kitchen and living room. Then the second floor is me and another roommate, and then we share a bathroom there, and then the top floor is the master, and that's another girl. And so each four person of us pays how much? So six eighty five each, and then the master pays seven eighty five. It's a okay. little bit nicer. Okay. Um, how did you meet your roommates? That's a good question, actually. People ask me that a lot. So we all we did not know each other coming into this. I had found them on Facebook. Um, actually, it was a different roommate because this was a year and a half ago, and they were looking for one last girl. So I was the one last girl. Then the lease switched over, two girls left, and we added two more. So it's all been through Facebook, not knowing each other beforehand. And thankfully, so far, it's worked out. I feel like you can have some issues with that, but... That's good. You've gotten lucky. You got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is there anyone else in this house other than four girls? Miss Posey. <laughs> She'll show her face eventually. She's a little bit shy, especially of men. She does not like men. And she's your cat. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so there's one cat and four girls, and um, everybody pays between six and eight, yeah. pretty much. So your kitchen is definitely like the highlight of the house. You, totally. you just mentioned it. Um, my next question is, if is there one thing that you feel like you're missing here that you would love to have? Uh, a pasta arm. A what? A pasta arm. 
Do you know what that is? No. Like for the water to fill. Oh yeah, I do know. Yeah, yeah, okay. like to fill so the pot of water. It? Totally. You I know. make pasta. That is like my most made dish. Totally, I would use a pasta. <laughs> Hands down. I don't think I would use it. Yeah. I don't cook that much. <laughs> I've said that. I say that pretty much every time I cook too. That was like such a good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. It doesn't have that. Um, but it has everything else and it's really nice. Um, so Philadelphia. Why did you move to Philadelphia? How long have you lived here? Yeah, yeah, Tell me a little bit. So I've been here for about seven years. I came to Philadelphia in 2016 to go to Temple. Um, originally majored in chemistry, then I switched to advertising, and then I dropped out, and then I opened a business, and now I'm a realtor. So it's been a long storyline here in Philly, um, but I love Philly. I wouldn't have stayed here for seven years if I didn't, obviously. Um, it feels like home to me, for sure. Okay. So you mentioned you started a business. What type of business was it? Yes, um, a, clothing, a clothing business, an online clothing boutique. I think I told you a little bit about this. You did, and I did the same type thing. Yeah, I did yeah, it yeah. for, um, I want to say I did it for like 10 years. And Wait, then I, really? I didn't know it was... Yeah, and then I opened a physical this. store and it just, like after a while, I got burnt out of yeah. doing it. No, me too. And for mine, mine was all online. So it was like if I was not keeping up with the posts and the ads, there was no income, which that was, it yeah, was hard yeah. for me. Did you make the clothes or... No, I, I had a wholesale license, so I would order them all wholesale and then post them on the website. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where was your store? The physical location was in... So it ended up being in Ambler, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. What yeah. was it called? It was called Generation T. It was like a graphic... Well, some graphic. of it was graphic t-shirts and hats and stuff and sweatshirts and stuff like that. And some of it was just like high-end fashion, yeah, like yeah. graphic type stuff. Why don't you, you keep you an put... eye out for t-shirts that say Generation T? Yeah, I don't think there's many anymore. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, the website's still Vintage. open and people do order here and there, but I don't really actively... Oh, really? Yeah, it's oh, all yeah. like stuff that's... Uh, it's made on demand, so nice. like, yeah. it gets printed and I never have to really do anything. Yeah, yeah it was fun, but it just burnt me out after a while. And then um, right. I got into real estate and like it. Do you feel like real estate burns you out? <laughs> I mean, it does. It does like often, but I guess I'm like used to it. I like, I have a lot of energy and um, it can burn you out. You, I don't know how you do it. You're just like always on, I feel like. I think that's You'll be probably. at like private things or family things and like still somehow answering that's that's one of the harder things for me with the job I feel like but you do it so effortlessly <laughs> I guess I'm just used to it I grew up like watching it happen with my parents uh and I think I'm just that's used to it. yeah that's yeah. true um okay so you live in Francisville yes, um how do you like Francisville I so I shouldn't say I love Francisville I like Francisville um, a year ago, I would have said I loved it, but now it's like I go to areas like Northern Liberties where you live, and I really feel that draw, and I'm, I'm ready to be somewhere a little bit busier and just more established, because this is all still up and coming, and everything's still getting built, so it's nice. I think I'm ready for something different, though. Okay, so yeah. um, what's like a highlight of Francisville um, someone someone who doesn't live here? The younger people, which... Let me elaborate on that. It's all young urban professionals. Have you heard the term yuppies? Do you know I this? Never heard yeah. That. So they're all yuppies, which obviously I fit into that category. So I love it for that reason. I don't. I feel like I fit in in the area. This area is kind of meant for people like me. So that I do like about the area. Okay. Is there yeah. any? Um, what's your favorite like restaurant in the area? 
Um, have you been to Liberty Grounds? I've seen it, but I've Yeah, never. so actually two blocks from my house, this is the closest retail restaurant, anything that we have is Liberty Grounds. Um, look it up, it's really cool. It's like an underground golf, mini golf place, but then also a bar up top. And then up top, all of the beer is hyper-local, all of the food is hyper-local. So it's really cool, all of the um, like spirits, everything. Hyper-local, like Meaning Philadelphia or like Francisville? Yeah, Sorry, that's a good question. Francisville <laughs> beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. you imagine if just all of it was made in Francisville? Maybe so, one day we'll be that big. <laughs> so, um, so Liberty Grounds, what's like another, is there any other highlights? Liberty Grounds, and then we also have Cambridge Street Coffee and Bold Coffee. Those are both good. Bold is a black-owned business. Um, both newer, both great. They're both around Ridge, like right over here on Ridge. Isn't there like a smoothie place right around there? Yeah, and then Juice by B. That's also black-owned. I've been there. Yeah, that one's really good. Right. I like that one. That one's like a little bit... I shouldn't say farther. It's just the farthest out of everything I've mentioned, so I go there the least, but it's not far at all. Okay. And then, so you told me what you like about Francisville. What don't you like? The trash. The trash, the noise, the construction, um, and the distance from Center City, I should say, because that's kind of been the issue for me, especially with real estate. It's like a lot of meetings and stuff happen downtown, so it's just that extra time of commuting down there. Um so yeah, the distance from the city, the trash, and the noise, for sure. But you said you're experiencing that, like, even in Northern Liberty, yeah, right? Yeah, so there's trash everywhere, and we walked outside your house, and I saw a cheesesteak on the ground. <laughs> and an a onion. Full cheese, a full cheesesteak. Um, but I feel like it's any part of Philadelphia. Um, I could go back, I, I guess I'll tell the story. I, uh, I have a friend that I spoke to this weekend who had a business meeting, in Center City, where you would think they would kind of do the trash better than they would in other areas because tons of business mm -hmm. people come and like there's work and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he was walking to a business meeting and like right outside this restaurant he was going to, he stepped in human poop um, and had to like get it off his shoes so that he could walk into Rouge to a business meeting That's that he terrible. had. That's um, terrible. And so it's just, it's everywhere. The it's trash so just is not... <laughs> The trash just is not good. Um, and, uh, yeah, so if you didn't live here, what area would you prefer to live in? Northern Liberties, for Northern sure. Liberties. I mean, I know I just said I'd rather be closer to Center City, but I feel like if I went to Northern Liberties, I would still be getting that, like, hustle and bustle, living in the city feel. Like, I just don't get that here, I will say. it's You walk outside and you're lucky if you see, like, one or two people, whereas yeah. if you're walking outside of Northern Liberties or Center City, there's, like, you know, a hundred people on the sidewalk. So I kind of just, I want to have that experience at some point living in the city. Would you, if it's not Northern Liberties, would you move to any other city? Any other city? Yeah. I would move to New York. I actually originally wanted to live in New York before I moved to Philadelphia. I uh, had applied to NYU and I got in there, but I couldn't afford it. So Temple was like my backup. I actually had never been to Philadelphia before I moved here, like never toward Temple, never toward the city, just showed up. How much, do you know how much it is to go to NYU? It was, then it was then. around 75, 78-ish, I feel like. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and now probably way more. Yeah. Yeah, it was like double what Temple was, I remember. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, so I lived in New York for seven years. I loved it. Um, but after the seven years, I just had enough of like subway commuting everywhere. Yeah, that's so much. Yeah. And the final straw was, um, 
I was rushing to the subway to go home. <laughs> there was no reason to rush to the subway. I wasn't in a rush right. to get anywhere. You just have to. But everybody just rushes to get in that particular subway car at that particular time. And I tripped on the bottom stair of the subway and somehow rolled into the subway. Like rolled like your whole... I, I don't know. <laughs> I slid, I think, into the subway, crawled into it. And I must have like been all right for a couple seconds. And then I passed out from pain because I hit my knee. And like 10 minutes later, people, were, oh strangers God. were waking me up and saying, you're all right, you're right. And I was fine other than my leg hurt, my pants were ripped. Um, but like, that was like the final straw of like, oh I've had enough in New York. Like, I need to get out of here. Came back to this area. Yeah. Yeah. And you grew up in Ambler? So I grew up in like the upper Dublin area, okay. Drasher. I've lived in Ambler, Maple Glen. Um, but like the suburbs of the Philly. The suburbs of yeah. Philly. I mean, I lived in Philly, I think, for a year or two, and I don't remember it. In where? Um, I don't even remember where my parents live, but like <laughs> somewhere where I don't remember. And then I lived in Philly um, a couple of years ago for a short period of time in Francisville, right. I remember actually. that. Yeah, yeah, you told me about and that. And now I live in Northern Liberties, yeah. and I do like it so far. Yeah, Northern Liberties. It's where it's at right now. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of construction there, though, too. Like, it's loud. That's so um, funny, though. I actually have, like, a very similar story. When I was 13, I was in Times Square, and I passed out <laughs> waiting in line for Broadway tickets. <laughs> and I woke up to, like, all these strangers. And I was visiting my brother, so it was I was with his wife, my, my sister-in-law. But I just woke up to all these strangers around me, and I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> And that's so what happened they were really nice that's the good thing they could have done anything yeah no same actually on, on the subway of new york. they're helpful yeah. they gave me advil i'll never forget it <laughs> yeah and like new york supposedly has changed lately really um, in what I've way heard, i've heard there's like i mean there's trash now in new york there yeah. always was but like i've heard but it's like gotten worse bad. i've heard there's a lot more crime than there was in the past and like i don't know i haven't been there in a little while but our I'm crime man the things that i've been hearing there's no fun. But I will say around here, we don't really anything. get much. Yeah. So far, we've been really lucky. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen anything ever yet. Like around you? <laughs> around yeah, anywhere in Philadelphia. Yeah. But, you know, it happens everywhere. Yeah, but then you hear it. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so we spoke about Philadelphia. We spoke about Francisville. How about, tell us a little about... You've been a realtor for about a year almost? Yeah, I think I think it's a year this month, actually. Yeah, so what made you become a realtor? So, um, a little bit different, I feel like, than other people. Just because I feel like a lot of people, I've noticed, get into real estate because their family has been into real estate. And for me, I have known no, nobody in my life in real estate. No realtors. Um, as a matter of fact, like my mom... All growing up, she's always rented our home. She still to this day rents our home. So we've never owned real estate. That's just never been a conversation at the table for me. Um, so for me, it was really just people telling me like, hey, I think you would be good at this and you would fit in here. And like I said, I mean, like I kind of failed at the whole chemistry thing. Then I tried having a business. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, this will be next. And so far it's working. I like it. Yeah. So like that kind of like describes everybody that seems to get into real estate. I feel it's like, like yeah. their <laughs> second or third option when they don't know what else to do, but like they think they could be good at it. They could be good at they it. They just try it. Yeah. Um, because it's not that hard to get going. And, and it's, it's such like, a mental game. Like it really is. You, I mean, you know, there's been times where I just feel like I can't do it. And then I'll text you and I'm just like freaking out. I'm like, I think I'm going to do this now. I'm going to try it this way. I'm going to try it that way. Yeah. It's like really tough. 
Yeah, you got to get like, I guess like used to it, and then like it just eventually I, you do. I've heard this before, and <laughs> but I but it think takes time. It doesn't like. Yeah, you know. I think it's very true. The only advice that, the only advice that seems to work for me is just keep going. Like, whenever you have an issue and you're sort of just like, is this it? Is this the moment where I feel like I'm gonna quit and back out? No matter what you do, just don't quit. You just got to keep going. That is the only thing that's worked for me. And there have been times, like, I called Jana one day, like, crying. And I was just like, this isn't for me. But it is. It's just that I'm selling myself short. And, like, same to whoever's listening to this. Like, you're just selling yourself short. You can do it. And it is for you. It's just you have to believe it. Mm-hmm. A lot that's of, a lot that's of the name like of the mental, game. A mental thing. And you got to, yeah. like, not worry about, like what anybody thinks because it doesn't matter other than your clients right like, that's it yeah like, everybody else really doesn't matter that I'm trying to learn that from yeah, you yeah I, sure. I finally <laughs> learned and like now it's great because I like, don't care screw it screw it <laughs> um yeah so I take care of my clients and like that's really all that matters yeah um so you got into real estate um so here's a question like a lot of my clients really lately who are moving from other areas like New York or DC are asking mm. me if I move to Philadelphia do you think I need a car? Right, um, right You've right. lived here longer than me. What yeah. do you think? So my first, um, like six or seven years of living here, no car, um, which means I started out in real estate without a car, which as anyone knows, it's a realtor is basically impossible. Um, like actually impossible. I don't know how I'm still here thinking about it, um, but it's just a lot of rentals and Ubers. But to live here, I don't think you need a car. I think to be a realtor, you need a car for sure. I would highly recommend it. But not to live here. There's public transportation. You can definitely get around. It just makes your life easier, obviously. Okay. And how's, yeah. how's the parking in Philadelphia? Uh, so it's kind of hard to answer for me because I don't have a car. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. The parking's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the parking's horrible. There's either there's very few street spots. When you get them, you use the parking app, which usually malfunctions and then you get a ticket and then you forget to pay the ticket and then the ticket becomes higher and higher and higher and then you have like more than one multiple and you have a huge bill right so if yeah. you don't remember to pay the ticket which i now i'm finally getting your bill ends up getting really high and oh. parking in like neighborhoods like this um or northern liberties or fairmount if you work and you come home after work and try to get a spot, it's almost impossible. And you could be driving around for My roommate's an hour. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, it's a city. It's, it's like this in every city. People might hit your car and you never know if they hit your car. Right. So yeah. the key is you have to get a parking garage. When and you say that, that makes me really grateful <laughs> to not have one. And they're costly. Parking garages could be like three to $500 basically a month. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, but I've learned like if I wasn't a real estate agent, I probably don't need a car other than like if I wanted to go away on a weekend You're or right. something yeah. like that. Um, you can pretty much Uber or take public transportation totally. everywhere in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, so my last podcast, we did a house that had a huge backyard. I in saw, I watched it. Yeah. And the comments in the on TikTok, basically, we're making fun of me saying that everybody has a huge Everyone's backyard in Philadelphia, no. and I've never been in Philadelphia. That's this is your backyard, true. and it's like, it's actually a decent size for Philadelphia, but it's I, smaller. Um, I feel like this is an average size for Philadelphia. Yeah. Hers was big. I'm, yeah. I'm on your side. Hers was big. Okay, so it wasn't just yeah. me. There's not huge backyards no. that I'm not seeing anywhere, because I see 
at least 20 houses and, like, a week. And, like, some people don't have yards in Philadelphia. At all. Yeah, they just houses. have a patio. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're a newer realtor. I want to hear about your first transaction. Mm. Who was it with? Um, how did you get the person? Yeah. And where did you sign all the real estate paperwork needed for the transaction? Okay. So my first, I think it came from you, a lead that you had I sent. think it was a Zillow lead. Yeah, a Zillow lead. Um, and he was an investor coming from New York. Um, he had already finished some projects in Miami and New York. And he, was, he wanted to come over and start flipping here in Philly. Um, so... I sold, I think I got him a place for 119 we got it at. Um, and he's actually almost done flipping that now. And I think it's going to sell around 320 So that'll be nice. So it went um, up that much like in a year? What was that? It went up that much in Not a year. even a year. I think that transaction was in July. So okay. yeah. But cause, because he flipped it. Okay. He, he's put a lot into that. I think he added another bathroom. Um, he like changed the entire stay, stair layout. So yeah. Um, but then in terms of signing the contract, you know, this story obviously, but we'll tell it for the podcast. Um, there was a business partner involved in the transaction and at the last minute he decided that he actually doesn't want to go through this. He was out, um, in California and then he had to fly in and then I guess, he went to a club in Atlantic City, and then in order to get him to sign these documents, he did not want to come to Philadelphia. So I had to go out there to Atlantic City, like 1 a.m. to a club, and get these documents signed, and it worked. Like, first transaction, it happened in the books, and we got it done. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's a good story, because like everybody, everybody- But I didn't tell Brett till after. And yeah, he... I didn't know about it till the closing, and it was, it was interesting. <laughs> But like everybody has, it seemed like everybody has a first story. Right. For like first your first closing. one was just so Mine chaotic. was a piece, mine was a, um, like a <laughs> shell. It was actually, I think in brewery town and I went to go see it with the client and like, it was tough to get into it, but supposedly you could get in from the back entrance and we walked to the back entrance and like, as we had to climb into the building kind of a guy was in the building yelling at us to get out oh, as no. I was like halfway on the like the building yeah yeah had to jump out the other <laughs> way um but he ended up buying it and they somehow got the guy out of the house and so yeah, was he a was squatter or was he the owner he was a squatter but he okay. was like a peaceful squatter that like when yeah. they came to get rid of him he just said okay i'll leave like, all right yeah, find somewhere else or something like that um so but like everybody has the first closings always interesting. Right. it just seems like i, I completely yeah. agree i mean i've had several others since just but like chaotic yeah <laughs> Um, I also had, I had a divorced couple that the, the guy basically said, I need to sell this house, do whatever you have to do to get my wife out of the house and sold <laughs> and gave me like a look, like it's going to be tough. And we sold it. And, um, the night before the closing, she had it she didn't move everything out she got most of it out but i guess there was a lot and she said i don't think i'm going to be able to do it all myself do you mind sleeping here and helping me in the morning and <laughs> i don't know how you react to that i did the best i could but i didn't sleep there and we did we did sell it but like every, that was like my 
That was one of my early transactions too. Right. Like, just, I was like, is be- this always like this? Like, you know why? It's because in the beginning, you take what you can get. You are, It doesn't matter who the lead is, who the buyer or seller is. You're taking that lead and you're doing it and you're going to work for them. And that right. is why that happens. Yeah. So outside of work, outside of Philadelphia, what do you... What are you doing for fun these days? So actually, in, um, in addition to real estate, I nanny, as you know, I babysit. So I'm doing that a lot of my time during the days. And then for fun, like I was saying, we go over to Orange Theory a lot and do those classes. Um, around here, we check out Liberty Grounds. Um, I'm really sorry, but I need to pause because I don't remember if it was in the first or the second cut that I already talked about Liberty Grounds. It doesn't matter. We're okay. good. We, I'm we, really sorry, but I was oh, like, okay. did um, I already say this? Should I talk about Liberty Grounds? I think we have it, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we spoke about Liberty. That's the place with okay. the golf. and the, Okay, I'm sorry. I just No, just it's fine. So you go there. You go to Orange Theory. What's our, Is Orange Theory packed? Because I hear some Orange Theory is always packed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we go during the time of day. It's like 4.35. So that's when everyone's getting out of work. Probably in the middle of the day, it wouldn't be as packed. You should really try it, though. I think you'd like it. I broke my back. You would like it. You broke, broke my back, back a few years ago. I didn't no, know No, I, I could probably do it. I work no, out every day, it. so I'm sure I could do it. But how many people are like in each class? I think it holds maybe 40. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I want to say 40. Okay. Is there any TV shows or books that you're currently watching and like? or? Um... TV shows? Not really. I actually, if you have any recommendations, I would love to hear Mo- or books. I just finished, you probably wouldn't have read these, but Colleen Hoover. I haven't read a book. Ugly Love, really. Like, <laughs> so your movies. Like maybe one book in the last 20 years. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I used to read so much in high school. I remember getting a zero on a math test in high school because I just read the entire time instead of taking the test. Um, but yeah, I just finished a few Colleen Hoover books. I've been really into her. It was just all romance novels. But what what have you been watching? Uh, Anything? <laughs> the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. Stop! So heartbreaking. <laughs> um, Me too. I've been, I I've been really that. busy. I'm pretty busy. I'm trying to think if there's anything I've watched. Like, I started watching The Watcher, which has kept me at my interest so far. Oh, I heard that um, one's like so weird. But I'm pretty. It's pretty new. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. That's it. I watch all the Philadelphia sports teams, yeah. the Flyers. I do by default with my boyfriend. You do your what? I, I watch all the Philadelphia sports uh, teams yeah. by default with my boyfriend. Yeah, well, luckily they've I don't, like, pay attention. And the but... Flyers, they've all been pretty good this year. Um, actually, even the Flyers are not as bad as I think people thought. And I don't follow the Flyers. No, have you ever been to a, f- a hockey game? No, but I know that you coach hockey, so that's... Yeah, but the the hockey games are... I'm lying. I've been to two... (laughs) I've been to two Flyers Flyers games games? now that I'm thinking about it. They can be fun. The Sixers games are fun. The Eagles games are really long. I actually would rather watch them on TV, but it's a good time. (laughs) No, I actually really love going to sports events. Like As much as I don't like watching it, being there in person is really fun. Phillies games, all of that. So 2022 is over. What are your plans for 2023? 2023. So definitely want to get a car that's on the horizon. Maybe moving out of this house. Maybe not. See about that. Maybe end up over in Northern Liberties. But really just working on my real estate business. I feel like the first year for me was just 
understanding what the hell I'm doing at all because like I said don't really know anyone in real estate this is just all so new to me so I feel like I have a little bit of background now so this next year is just about actually working everything that I've learned so do you have a car preference or it really doesn't matter it does not matter I will take what I can get okay so yeah probably in Philadelphia what do you drive I mean, I drive an Audi SUV. Um, luckily, work. I have a parking garage, but because if I didn't, I wouldn't want an Audi SUV. Um, I would take that. That'd be fine. I feel like having a cheap car to just get you around in the city yeah, is probably yeah. safer than buying a, a real nice car. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I like the car. And um, I love your car. That's why I asked. Yeah, <laughs> Every time yeah. I'm in your car with the red seats, I'm like taking selfies. <laughs> um, yeah. And okay, so that's 2023. And finally, just like tell people about you, how they can get in touch with you, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want yeah. to do real estate. Like, um, if you want to get in touch with me, I have Instagram and Zillow. You can find me on Zillow. Those are probably the best places real estate wise. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm always out and about. I babysit down in Center City. So I see so many people I know all the time out there. I feel like people just always see me. Um, but yeah, I'm around. What is your uh, Instagram handle? Uh, that's a good question. I probably, <laughs> probably say that. Uh, it's just my name, Natalia Oliveri. Okay. Spelled how Brett spells it in the we'll title. Type it out. We'll <laughs> type it out in the podcast. But, um, it's a tricky one. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming yeah. on. It was a pleasure. Thank you for your having me. Your house is great. And just to wrap it up, we are looking for more people in Philadelphia who want to appear on our podcast. That are not realtors. Preferably not real estate agents, mortgage agents, um, title agents, but <laughs> <laughs> anybody else who has a unique house or a unique story, we definitely want to speak to you. So reach out. Thank you and have a good day.